Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Decal Download Podcast, your source for the latest news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. Here with Commissioner Amy Jacobs, I'm Reg Griffin. We appreciate you joining us this week and every week. You can always find us at decal.ga.gov or we're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Well, we have important news this week for any Georgia child care program that serves school-aged children or has served school-aged children over the past year. You might remember receiving an email about DECAL's school-age grants. That's financial support based on your program's licensed capacity. And Commissioner, as you know, there is an important deadline coming up soon on spending those funds. Yes, and we want to make sure everyone uh, knows about uh, these additional funds for school age and all the details so that they can benefit because this is not our money. This is their money. We want to make sure they receive it. Absolutely. Joining us to talk about the school age grants and that deadline coming up April 16th. Remember that is Michelle Garris, school age and youth program specialist here at DECAL. Brittany Sams is CCS director of administrative services and special operations. I want to hear more about those special operations. I think that might be interesting. And Pam Stevens is Deputy Commissioner of Child Care Services. Ladies, welcome. I'm going to say welcome back to the podcast to Michelle and Pam. Brittany, this is your maiden voyage with us today. Yes, it is. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? Special operations is actually school age. So I think you are hearing about it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is her special operation. Yay. I, I thought maybe that had something to do with like the GBI or the FBI. No, that's not that kind of special operation. No, okay. nothing cool like that. But I school age is even cooler. I was going to play the Mission Impossible theme, you know, <laughs> special operations. I like that, though. Um, so, Pam, the school age grants uh, come from the Coronavirus Response and Relief Supplemental Appropriations Act or as we like to call it, CRRSA. Um, what is the overall purpose of the grants? So, um, you know, when you ask me about school age, Reg, you know, it is mm-hmm. going to be a long answer because I yes. love to talk about school I age. Know you I want to make it. sure everyone knows how important <laughs> school age is at all times. So, and, and do we serve school age children? Is that what you're actually, telling me? Actually, we do. We are responsible for the care after school and before school and summer care of school age children, which is really, really important. And so I always want to bring that to the forefront and always make sure that we're really supporting that population. Right. Um, I think that, you know, it's easy when you think of decal to think of birth to five, which is again, the main thing we do, it's really, you know, that's that's our focus for the most part. But it's also easy to think about things like, well, the school aren't there very much. But that's actually not true. Mm-hmm. They're there before school. They're there after school. They're there all day for school breaks and vacations. And they're they are at child care all day during summer break, which is mm-hmm. a lot of time. It's important time. It's always important to remember, too, that um, school age care is very important to the industry. It's um, the most profitable room in a, in a program, and you have to keep that in mind too. So it's important. It's an important part of the industry. We want to make sure we're um, supporting them. The and other when part, we when we say school age, are we talking about up to about twelve? Mm-hmm. It's usually okay. through elementary school. Gotcha. Um, okay. It it's also can be a challenging group to work with because a lot of kids don't. You know, they get to be you know fifth grade. They're kind of like oh, I don't. You know, I don't like the 
daycare bus, right. what they call it, you know, yeah. coming up to my school to pick me up. It's it's just so not cool. And so you know, we really want to make sure those experiences are good and that these are places they look forward to coming to. When right. school age care goes well, it is amazing to see. They can do it is a, a great school age program is so interesting and so much fun because the kids can do so much. They're capable of so much. But for the same reason, when it goes badly, it goes very badly mm. because they can do so much. They're not little <laughs> kids. And so, you know, we want to make sure that they have the tools they need and the instruction, the support they need to make sure that these programs are really, really beneficial. And that's an extension of the school. Day. And if you think about these kids, you know, some of them are in kindergarten. Some of them mm-hmm. are really, really little. It's a very long day for them. It's a, you know, they've been, you know, probably to before school care. And then they've gone to school all day, which is challenging. And then they come back to aftercare. Those are different environments, different personalities, different group of peers to adjust to. That's quite a lot to ask of a Mm five-year-old. And so, you know, what we do for them is hugely important. So the grants are about two things. One, giving the teachers the tools they need to make those really great, rich experiences for the after-school kids, but also sending the message from DECAL saying, we value this age group. This is part of our work and we really care about what you're doing with this population. So I think, you know, it's kind of twofold. Do, so do they a very long answer? Yeah, no, I like that. <laughs> Let me ask you real quickly, uh, as we sort of lay this out for folks that may not know about school age children, um, are child care providers required to have the same type of lesson plans or curriculum or activities for school age Yes, I mean, there's, yeah, not, they're, supposed to, they're supposed to have the correct equipment, right. the right activities. The transportation is huge with school age. I mean, those are some really important rules that we look at. They transport kids to and from school and on field trips. And yes, the, it's the same level of high quality care that we expect for everyone for these kids. You know, um, if you think about, you know, the whole equity issue about what kids do and, and achievement gaps and all those kinds of things. There are kids who have some amazing after school experiences. They're going to yeah. robotics classes and wonderful camps and stuff. We want to make sure that our kids who are in childcare are having those same stimulating experiences so they don't fall behind and that they have the right. same homework support and all those things that children need after school. Mm. Correct, Pam. We know you're <laughs> passionate about school age. <laughs> school age. I really do. Uh, well, Michelle, I understand that all eligible child care programs were notified about this through an email. Is that right? Where should they look if they don't think they've received it? <laughs> so, yes, um, DECAL sent out an initial email um, before the funding was ever distributed, and they told them to be on the lookout for an email from Class Wallet because the providers did not receive these funds directly. Um, they have to log in to Class Wallet where they will find their purse of money. Um, So we sent out that initial email with a webinar link where they could go and watch a webinar to explain the process and what the funds could be used for and all of those things. And then after that, Class Wallet emailed the eligible providers with a link to access their funds through Class Wallet. Um, Class Wallet did say that if you did not receive that email to please look in your junk and your spam folders, because sometimes they are filtered out that way. Um, so once that initial email was sent out, um, Class Wallet is currently sending a weekly reminder to all providers um, that have funds. So if they haven't received any emails, check their spam or um, junk folder. And they can always email schoolagegrants at decal.ga.gov 
um, for assistance if they have found that they do not have that email or they think they're eligible and have not received any emails from us or class wallet. Hmm. So be sure you check that yes. if you're going, what are they talking about? Right. Uh, <laughs> we want you to make sure that you're involved in that. Um, now, Brittany, the amounts programs are receiving vary based on their license capacity. Tell us a little more about that. And also, is it different for eligible family child care learning homes? Okay. Yes, absolutely. So um, based on a center's license capacity, which is the maximum number of children that they receive um, approval from us to be able to care for in their space, um, they are awarded a specific amount. So for providers that have a capacity between one and 25 children, they are offered an awarded amount of $1,720. For 26 to 50, $2,150. For those providers with a license capacity of 26 to 50, for those with 51 to 100, $2,795. And then for those for 101 to 200 is $3,440. And then any center that has a capacity $200 and above will receive $4,300. And for our family providers, all of them receive a flat rate of $1,075. Regardless of that, uh, we know they've got a limited number of children anyway. Yes. So that yes. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's money out there. Okay. So yes. Pam, we're also reminding everyone about the school age grants because of course there has to be a deadline because we have a deadline in which to spend it. And so we've got to have a deadline for them as well. What can you tell us about that? Well, hot off the press after um, a discussion with the commissioner yesterday, we have an updated, some updated news about our deadline. So I don't know if you have like a special sounding thing, you know, done a, you know, huge yeah. sound we'll effect, to, you we'll know, work on a drum special roll. announcement. Yeah. yeah the, the deadline was April 16th, but we had some discussions and thought, you know, in planning for summer, which is the biggest time for a school age program, that they may need some more time to think about the most effective ways to be using these funds as we're bumping up against summer right now. So we have extended the deadline as of yesterday. to June 30th. Wow. A little extra time to be using these funds. Well, that's great news. June 30th. And I think I said April 16th at the open, but June 30th is the yeah, new this deadline. Is new news. This is mm -hmm. brand new. Just found just yesterday that decision was made. Terrific. Love that. So if you're just hearing about this and maybe something happened with your spam email file or whatever, and we'll forgive you for that. I always feel kind of offended when people say, oh, I had to go look in my spam file. That's where I found what you sent me. Um, June 30th is the new deadline. So that's great news. Yep. So Brittany, let's talk about the funds as, as they receive them. And this is Class Wallet. They're not paid directly to the program. They are accessed through Class Wallet. Remind our listeners about what that is and how the grants are working through those. Absolutely. So Class Wallet is an online marketplace that allows users to be able to set up logins and make purchases through their um, through a digital wallet platform. So each provider they received, eligible provider received an email link with um, requesting them to have login information created. They create their login and they're able to go in and they have um, what they call a purse with their funds already awarded in there. And so once they have their set up their login, get submit their affidavit, they're able to go into the marketplace and shop from a variety of vendors um, with the school age materials to purchase. 
And did I hear somewhere that if you don't find a vendor that you might use, you can, there's a process for maybe adding them to class wallet. Yes, there are potentially, yes, you are able to kind of, um, submit a form mm -hmm. to be able to have class wallet screen it and then of course let us know about it to make sure this is an approved vendor the materials will be approved but yes they can have outside vendors to be able to upload and it, this is relatively new i know I've, we've heard about it maybe more so since the pandemic is it pretty popular with providers it seems like a easy way I like the idea of just going on there and going shopping right now. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and I know we've done several grants through them, like our PPP grant, quality rated, use it. So for us, it was right on time with school age because the majority of the providers that we are reaching out to have already been familiar with the system because of the previous grant. So it's definitely easy. And um, Class Wallet has a great team of technical assistance individuals to assist if they do run into any issues. There's no way we could have gotten all this money out without mm. Class Wallet. We couldn't have built internal capacity to do it. So yeah, it's been a, they've been a good partner um, for the most part. <laughs> well, Michelle, I know you are talking to these school age programs all the time. How are the grants being received, and what kinds of things are providers purchasing with the funds? The providers, of course, are very excited um, to have these funds um, directly related to their school age programs, and. Storage, believe it or not, is a huge issue for our school age programs because a lot of them are housed in other classrooms or in schools. And so one of the big purchases that that folks are making are storage buildings and storage units and and storage cabinets for their materials and supplies. Um, and they are really excited about having the opportunity to buy that because sometimes that's just not in their um, funds when they're making purchases. Um, so that actually is a big, big purchase item that I see. Um, furniture is also a big item that they are purchasing um, because a lot of times, as I said, these these programs are housed in pre-K classrooms or, or other places where the chairs are so small and the, the larger fifth grade students can't even sit on them. <laughs> and um, so they're actually making purchases for appropriate size chairs, appropriate size tables that they can they can you know use in these classrooms. Um, but but other things they're they're looking at just basic materials, craft supplies, um, just anything that they can utilize in those programs that they haven't had before. Games, um, school age games. Um, Outdoor equipment, they're actually purchasing things that are more appropriate for their school age um, students when they go outside on the playground. So um, they're excited. Um, they're using the funds um, and they have a lot of questions about mm. what is appropriate. What can I buy? What, you know, um, we do have a disallowed list on the Class Wallet website. Um, it, it is a limited disallowed list because basically we are saying that if it is age appropriate for five years old and up, you can purchase it. We want you to make this specifically for those children um, that are over five years old. One of the cool things about this too, like it might not seem a big deal, like the furniture, but if you know, if you're coming home from, if you're in fifth grade and you're as tall as I am, which I know isn't very tall, but still, you know, <laughs> you don't, yeah, sitting in a, chair designed for a preschooler for three hours, you know, yeah. doing homework and that kind of thing, doesn't make you feel very welcome. 
You know, right. it doesn't. This doesn't scream. This is a place for you, and we're so happy you're here. But I mean, those, but those are hard things to purchase. And a lot of times, when there are other funds for school age, or you want to buy the stuff that they're going to use. So sometimes it's really hard to make those purchases for things like furniture and storage. You know, again, sometimes people don't have materials because there's no place to put them. So the school, they don't, they don't really have things for school age very much because where are we going to put these? So the fact that we allowed storage is huge. Yeah. Well, back to your point about the bus and them not necessarily wanting to ride the, quote, daycare bus to school. If you show up and the seats are small, it almost says, oh, we didn't expect you. (laughs) (laughs) What what, what are you doing here? You know, Um, and in that way, it's a cool place, kind of a cool hangout. And I'm assuming, you know, my daughters are now in their late 20s, early 30s. So it's been a while. But I'm imagining that today's eight, nine, 10 year old is more like a middle school kid than it used to be, you know, and they want to be in a cool place. So in order to make that, I I love this opportunity uh, for a program to maybe take some extra money that you didn't have and uh, make an investment in these older kids, school age kids. Very important. So, Brittany, we've mentioned this, but what if somebody's listening today? This is the first they've heard about it. Maybe they did not get the email for whatever reason. Um, What can they do? The best thing to do is to reach out to the school age grants at decal.ga.gov so that we can get you in, um, we can get the information to you, get you in contact with Class Wallet if you're eligible and get you set up right away. It's going to be very important that when you um, send that email, please, please, please put your center name, your license number um, so that we can help identify you as best as possible and get you rolling as fast as possible. Especially now that we've got more time. Yes, exactly. We want to make sure. Yes, we want to make sure that we're doing our due diligence to make sure that um, we are moving you along as fast as possible. So that information is very important for us to be able to screen fast. Right. That is, you're right. And some people forget that because we get lots of emails, <laughs> 4,500 programs. If you give us a little bit of information, it'll help us serve you a lot quicker. <laughs> and we also want to encourage people, don't wait till the last minute. There are still supply chain issues. Right. Yeah, you know, we want mm. to be able to get what you want to get. So please, please don't wait till the last minute. You know, order now. Well, Pam, we are going to talk to you uh, a little bit more about the subject. Uh, so this is just a teaser, I guess. But what can you tell us now about the new health and safety grants that are uh, intended to help programs purchase equipment and materials that will support compliance with our health and safety rules and regulations? We are really excited about these health and safety grants that, again, that will help providers with some of those big ticket items that um, can help us help them when they're when we come to visit them and they get cited on things that are sometimes really hard to correct. We want to work with them. These are substantial grants that where you can make big change. And this is a huge opportunity for providers to really look at their compliance, work with their child care consultant and think about improvements they can make to their program that will make a difference over time. Um, you know, again, we don't often have the opportunity to be able to make these kind of big changes and really take a hard look at what programs need. So we're excited about moving those grants forward as well. All right. So one last time, Brittany, let's really let folks know where can they go for more information about school age grants, I guess, in addition to talking with their consultants. 
Yes. So um, all of our your regional consultants have been given information and in flyers so you can reach out to them for information on the grants, the school age grants at decal.ga.gov to reach out to us to get the information as well as some blasts on social media and things like that. But we are here for you. We are excited and we want to help you spend that money. So please reach out to us and let us know. Let's spend that money. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And I'm, you know, I don't know if it's about being around you guys, but being around Pam talking about this, you just get excited for the older set, you know, the the school age kids. So excited about these opportunities. Well, this is great. And again, the deadline extended breaking news, uh, June 30th is your new deadline for the school age grant. So there is no reason at all for you not to have known about it and not to take advantage of it class wallet is there to assist and um i'm excited i think these are some great opportunities can't wait to get out and maybe visit some of these programs and see what they've done i think this is great uh Brittany, michelle pam thanks so much for being with us thank you thank you so much thank for you. Having this was fun now what are your questions for commissioner jacobs let's go to the water cooler Hi, I'm Catherine Lotspeech, and I work in the Inclusion and Behavior Support Division in Atlanta, Georgia. My question for Commissioner Jacob is, when you reflect back on the quality rated years of success, what takeaways do you want to apply to future programs? Thank you. Well, hey, Catherine, and thank you for the question. Uh, we are celebrating 10 years of quality rated, and so we've learned a lot over those those 10 years of implementation. And I think that maybe the two biggest takeaways that we will always use at DECAL is uh, using research and data to make our decisions on any type of programming that we offer or initiatives or rules and regulations or policies. We always want to make sure that it's based on research and data. But it's also really important for us to engage in stakeholder engagement when we are looking at quality rated or Georgia pre-K or a CAPS policy or a CCS rule. It's really important for us to take the time to do stakeholder engagement and listen to the individuals that uh, these programs or initiatives or policies may impact. And so those are two of the biggest uh, takeaways that I think we've learned from quality rated and pre-K and other things, but we will always use as we make decisions at DECAL. And, you know, one of the things we learned on our previous podcast is how important the CCRNRs have been in the quality rated process. You've got someone that's uh, willing and available to work with you every step of the way. That's right. You know, that's a very big piece of quality rated and it's absolutely free to providers. You know, we fund uh, the CCRs all over the state uh, to do that technical assistance work and uh, it's definitely a valuable resource for programs who are ready to go through that, that quality rated process or go through it again, even through, right. you know, the re-rating process. And when you think about the fact we're celebrating 10 years, but uh, two years plus of that was under a pandemic and we kept yeah, exactly. it going. That's we pretty did. amazing. It is. I think we were one of, I think we, we don't know for sure. So we say one of a few states that continued rating programs during the pandemic. Wow. So shout out to our quality rated team, yes. as well as all of our programs uh, for keeping it going. It would be right. really easy to just kind of shelve it for a while, but uh, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You've heard the podcast. Now a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. 
Here's the question. The amount of the school age grants is based on what? The amount of the school age grants is based on what? Answer that correctly. We'll draw one name. You could win a prize from Chick-fil-A, Fun Spot America, Georgia Aquarium, Georgia Lottery, Lakeshore Learning Materials, the School Box, Waffle House, and the World of Coca-Cola Museum. Again, the amount of the school age grants based on what? Send your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for listening to the decal download podcast. The Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning improves outcomes for children and families by strengthening early learning experiences in partnership with early education programs, professionals, stakeholders, families, and communities. Their vision is that every child in Georgia will have equal access to high-quality early care and education. For more information, visit their website at decal.ga.gov. Join the conversation at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs. Thank you.